0: I had to get some answers, and I needed answers like a fish needs a bicycle. A lot. Uh, hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm uh, interested in your matchbooks. Would you like to place an order? I had to think fast. Yes. Good morning, morning greendale Green i'm ben
1: and i'm mike and here are your morning announcements
0: today we're talking about community season three episode three competitive ecology
1: and when you think about it isn't all ecology competitive because we're all trying to survive for the survival of the fittest
0: that's a thing darwin said Dar- this this episode written by charles darwin
1: this entire episode of jeff winger uh fighting to become su- the fittest so he can
0: survive written by darwin all right uh-huh. let's i
1: i thought there was if a joke I'm gonna, there
0: oh I, i'm flipping i'm flipping through charles darwin's uh uh journals here i actually have a copy of the of his original journals right that here on my desk surprisingly like a normal person me. does it doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me that you'd have that. um <laughs> He's got a bunch of he's got a bunch of drawings of finches with different beaks, and then what's this? A drawing of naked Jeff Winger. Wait, is Charles Charles Dean Win? Oh. Wait a minute, it all <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> it all makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, it, Craig Pelton is just uh, uh, a uh, a cover <laughs> for Charles Darwin. <laughs> I mean, the, uh-huh. the letter is an eternal mortal. Except for the D turns into uh-huh. a
0: P. Don't worry about it. The D turns into a P. I'm not going to think about that too much. Um, Dean Pelton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Charles Dean Wynn. Uh, Charles Dean Wynn. He's, he's Just an think eternal about Jeff Dean. Winger. He sailed to the Americas, he drew pictures of finches. And then uh, opened
1: Greendale Community College.
0: And then opened Greendale Community College. And uh, definitely Colorado. Uh,
1: and now yep. it is time for outsourcing Mike's bits. <laughs> <laughs> What an unhinged opening, and I appreciate it. Um, so, Ben, I think you know what time is is for for the pod decks. It is time for that good, good shuffle. I counted earlier. We what, have, what
0: shuffle is left? Mm-hmm.
1: I have 28 cards left in these and at some point we should probably start figuring out where where to next what deck to go to and i was thinking possibly we we'd turn it over to our lovely listeners and, and uh figure out what deck we should go to and when we should start mixing them on in but for now we're gonna go with the what the heck deck with the 28 cards and here comes the good good shuffle all
0: right hit me with it
1: I want to uh, ask you about your own mortality and say and ask you what strange thing would you like to have
0: happen at your funeral
1: to make people laugh?
0: Well, so here's the thing. A totally
1: normal question to ask someone else on a recorded podcast.
0: I will never die. So I've taken the same formula that uh, Charles Dean Wynn took. To to live for eternity, mm-hmm. sure. Um,
1: yes, of course.
0: the The downside is it makes your hair fall. That's why I'm bald now. Okay. So we're I'm eternal, but I'm bald. Just so like I, I, I Dean am not, Pelton. I
1: have some hair, so I'm not. Then, um, so uh-huh. I will die.
0: You will. Yes, you will die. Uh, sorry. To, sorry to break that news to you. To be fair, um, I think
1: I preferred it this way. I don't think I'd want to be alive forever, based on you know some of the stuff we've lived through this summer.
0: Cool. We're bringing. We're making it. Here's one joke about Charles Darwin. Now it's time to get depressed. Let's talk about <laughs> our. Death. You know what?
1: We've had our time about uh, uh, fun, l- loose times about Charles Darwin. Now let's talk about death and climate change.
0: Um. Anyways, the fun thing. Well, so I've always thought to be that, fair,
1: strange, not fun.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh. Well, so. I've always felt that uh when I die if 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 I die uh I basically just want everyone to drink a bunch of whiskey and tell funny stories about my life and enjoy the fact that I existed. So I'm going to I'm going to let the the attendees of my funeral decide that for me. Now um Sorry, what was the question? What strange thing do I want to have happen? What strange Um, things
1: would you, what strange thing, singular, uh, would you like to have happen at your funeral to make people laugh? So it sounds like you want the, you want to, you want everybody. I want everyone to
0: get drunk and then they'll be laughing about Uh, how cool I was. And Uh they tell
1: stories about like probably your uh, naked bike rides and what have you.
0: Right. I did the naked bike ride again uh, on Friday, um, just a couple days ago. And it was great. Uh I write I've now ridden my bike naked uh through Portland uh five times. That's a lot of times, dude. A, like
1: <laughs> that, you know, that is a lot of times.
0: I didn't um, realize it was
1: already at five. I'm I'm actually really impressed.
0: Yeah. That, that takes uh, that takes a lot of chutzpah. Uh, yep, yeah, it it absolutely does. So they can do they can do that. Uh I've also said that um because I I would like my body to be uh, disposed of in a, an ecological way. Mm-hmm. Um, I have said that um, one possible solution for that is to put my body into one of those mushroom suits so that mushrooms sure. can just eat my body. Because I've spent my life eating mushrooms. Because as a mostly vegetarian, I've eaten a lot of mushrooms mm-hmm. in my life. Mushrooms kick ass. And so, since I've eaten so many mushrooms, it's only fair that they get to eat me. And so everyone can be like, look at Ben in that mushroom suit as mushrooms slowly consume his rotting corpse, and then they can laugh about it. Like, I ha, 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 ha. he ate so many mushrooms. Ha ha ha! ha. Now they're eating him. Ha ha ha, ha ha ha. Anyway, remember when he when he biked around naked with his junk out? That was cool. Ha ha ha. ha, ha. <laughs>
1: Um, I don't think people are gonna laugh at you when you're being eaten by m- mushrooms. But I could, <laughs> I could. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I, do I will. Now, I'll have I, a
0: sign. I'll have a sign. Laugh above. at. Uh, it, it'll it'll say please laugh. <laughs> you got very um, Jeb energy there. Uh huh. Uh, it'll say Ben with an exclamation point, and then it'll say please laugh and um <laughs> uh i was gonna say there'll be there'll be pictures of me doing the naked bike ride but every year <laughs> that i have done it so here's a fun thing the oregonian uh, our local newspaper mm-hmm. every year posts pictures of the bike ride despite sure. the amount of nudity in it and yes. so every single year i have looked in the Oregonian and all their pictures to see if I am in any of them and I am not. And I don't know whether I am grateful that I am not, or that I'm bummed that I am not. <laughs> because if I was in it, I could be like, hey everyone, check it out. I'm in the local paper. And Look, it's a picture of me butt, biking everyone. down the street. There's my butt. Um
1: It's my whole butt.
0: <sighs> all of it. So I'll I'll need to get I'll need to get a picture of me riding my bike naked before I die, and then uh while a mushroom suit is eating me alive, someone can come out uh onto a stage, plug in a cable to a laptop that starts a PowerPoint presentation and it's just one slide and it's me riding my butt down Burnside, uh just <laughs> riding your butt <laughs> n- ri- riding my bike butt naked, riding my butt bike naked. <laughs> down Burnside, and then everyone will laugh and then uh I will Take this stupid card to hell with me.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, uh, you know,
0: we were, we were, go-
1: we actually answered the question and then we were going to burn it. Um, uh, so I figured I'd go a little bit different. Um, and at my funeral, um, I wanted to be a little bit more cozy. Uh, I will. I I I, similarly to you want to die in an ecological way. Uh, I have read things about being turned into trees. I will be looking into that as that kind of moves forward because I think that is as a very poetic way to, to go, especially as we live in a city full of trees and to be able to give back to the city I love very much would be a really nice thing. Uh, That being said, um, at my funeral, it will – the 1999 AFC – either the 1999 AFC championship game between the Jaguars and the (laughs) Titans will play or the uh, 2000 uh, Nokia Sugar Bowl. Don't know why I included the sponsor, but I did anyway. Uh, Hey, they paid good
0: money for that.
1: They sure did. Um, (laughs) Between Virginia Tech and Florida State uh because both of those had very or at least the uh the sugar bowl had a very like it looks like good things are happening good things are bad and then bad things and then um when when it's over i want somebody to punt like a a football with my face on it out of anger <laughs> and that seems strange but also funny
0: okay uh that went that went some weird mm-hmm. places
1: but i am a um... sporto as we know
0: yes uh i do i am aware of that uh i didn't expect to have a football with your face punted at your funeral it's Um, what
1: i would want and because of that because because i've recorded this it is now canonically what i want and uh i expect uh this portion of this podcast to be used as a will for both of us really for how we want to die or how we want to be remembered
0: okay um might I suggest that instead of a punt maybe do a field goal and then so that way when it goes between the posts someone in a ref's jersey can lift his arms up and with a single tear rolling down his face he can be like it's good and then and then that's that's how you close out the funeral okay that is (laughs) like celebrate
1: good (laughs) I, I, I do appreciate that, but it does feel a little too hopeful for my favorite football teams. So, you know, they're the, the balancing act. I mean, you you know, the if, joke if it of helps. like I hope that the Jaguars, you know, are my pole bears so that they'll let me down one last time. Like uh-huh, that's the uh-huh. similar level of joke we're going for.
0: If it helps um, in the background, there can be a scoreboard that says, uh, uh away uh away team 87 points and then mike three points that was the only point you got yeah that field goal was it
1: i do like that (laughs) i do like that but if i can offer another thought the away team has the same number of points as the the age i was when i died
0: okay okay so
1: hopefully eighty-seven is is
0: correct This is this is the perfect uh, funeral. Uh, when we are done, I'm going to cut out this one portion. I'm going to send it to your wife. Um,
1: so you have to do just... this before taking on the podcast because, again, she <laughs> inherits it when uh-huh.
0: I die. So, uh, cool. All right. Now that we've talked about our own mortality, <laughs> let's talk about season three, episode three competitive ecology i
1: just want to thank uh pod what the heck deck for this r- r- wonderful conversation about mortality and uh and and, and naked canonical
0: funerals
1: mm-hmm. and uh, and ben and Mind's living will
0: cool this is super great uh we start out <laughs> in uh, I called it Chang's apartment, but really, it's just the boiler room in the cafeteria at Greendale.
1: I called it a living space. I didn't give it apartment.
0: <laughs> apartment. I used apartment, ironically. Um,
1: y- you know, the normal like, way you use an ironic apartment. Uh
0: huh. Imagine if you went to a bar. L- l- you're a single dude. And you went to a bar, and some some lady is like, "Hey, sexy." Why don't you come back to my apartment? And then it's actually a a boiler room at the local community college. Right. She's not going to say.
1: Clearly, this is a thing that will definitely happen.
0: She's not going to say, let's go back to my living space. And she's not going to say, let's go back to the boiler room at the local community college that I used to live in. She will say, let's go back to my apartment and I, then
1: i'm not convinced that she'll say let's go back to my apartment instead using the more general how about we go back to my place
0: uh no she's got to say apartment because that way when you walk in and it's the boiler room at a uh the local community college uh she can look at you and be like Badoom-tsh. and okay, then so
1: for the joke construction it, she has uh-huh. to say those specific words
0: Yep, and then I don't know, you bone or something. I guess I don't know. I don't really know what the I don't know what the right thing to do at that point is. To be honest, like
1: to be fair, the fact that either of us picked up on a on somebody hitting on us uh, and then went back to their place is kind of a, a, a you know kind of a a fantasy. Regardless, so whichever way you want to go with it is fine by me.
0: Let me tell you how successful I am. And picking up ladies at the bar. Uh, the only the only woman that I ever saw and was like, hey, maybe I should like try to hit on a little bit. Uh, she ended up, I was sitting at the bar and she ended up sitting next to me. And uh, she told the guy next to me. So I'm between the two of them. She told the guy next to me that she wanted to give him her number And when he was like, what? I can't hear you. She handed me the number to slide over to him. (laughs) True story. Absolutely true story. Um, Horrible. That is amazing. That is is the amount of success that I have ever had picking up women (laughs) in bars. Is them using me as a messenger to hand an uninterested guy her phone number.
1: Oh my um, goodness! Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
0: The, yep. It's super the great. Math checks I'm, out on that. <laughs> I am super great at at uh, at meeting women at bars. So to be
1: fair, she is picking in the scenario you constructed. She is picking you up to go to her quote unquote apartment, which is a boiler room at a community college. <laughs> so I'm not sure um, if that makes it
0: better. I don't really know. Anyways, Chang is... We've
1: gotten through a half second of this television show. <laughs>
0: We've gotten through the setting of the first scene. <laughs> Chang is talking to what turns out to be a mannequin leg mm-hmm. uh, about like, hey, you write to, I'm, I'm leaving uh, private or whatever, and I'm coming back a detective. <laughs>
1: a a guard you know a security guard
0: i don't know what levels of security guards there are cheng doesn't know what level of security guards there are There is he's making up words at this point that's
1: true but i do love the uh, like i don't know private seems good it's like an army right
0: Uh uh-huh yeah yeah it's a rank he's coming back as one rank And he was leaving as one rank and he's coming back as another rank. Those ranks don't matter, Mike, because it's all made up. It's all Chang's imagination.
1: That is that is fair. Um, He he exits his living space slash apartment slash whatever uh, utility closet and right into the cafeteria and does just does a big old stretch.
0: What if you got picked up? By a chick at a bar and then you went back to her place and it turned out it was she she, not only did she live in a boiler room at the local community college, but also it turned out she was just a mannequin leg.
1: I would have (laughs) so many questions, just just so many questions.
0: Mm -hmm. You're like, wait, what? This isn't this isn't an an apartment. And then you look over at her and she's just a mannequin leg. And you're like, what? What? And then, you had a whole
1: body before, or maybe you were just so enthralled with the leg that you're like, I assume there's the body attached.
0: Wasn't there a movie about a guy who falls in love with a mannequin who, uh, like at night, the mannequin turns into a person?
1: Yes, I believe that movie was called Mannequin.
0: Cool. Uh, <laughs> let's watch that and talk about that, and because clearly, Why? clearly, we have more to discuss about mannequins, I guess mannequins in boiler rooms. What? <laughs> Anyways, so uh <laughs> moving on. The gang is walking to class and uh the uh Shirley is is showing pictures of her son Ben dressed up as a dragon mm-hmm. and uh tr- uh Troy is like, here's me and Abed dressed up as uh, somebody and Nick Nolte. I forget who the first person was. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I didn't write it down. I just noted that Annie doesn't know who Nick Nolte is. And everybody's like, oh,
0: here's Ben dressed like a dragon. (laughs) Here's me and Abed dressed as Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy.
1: Who's Nick Nolte?
0: Water is now 25 cents a sip. Uh, There's a two drink minimum. It's a way to save on tuition and water hmm good job dean
1: uh so yeah the dean comes in explains that and then chang comes up and is like i thank you for the new digs and dean's like let's keep it on the dean low
0: yeah he does not want to know he does not want people to know that he's letting chang live in the boiler room
1: right which is weird because you know th- canonically greendale has dorms
0: it's true <laughs> it's true they do i wonder if. Th- hmm okay maybe the dorms are full like i mean i'm sure i'm sure there's rules i am
1: doubtful on that one
0: (laughs) i'm sure there are rules that say you have to be a student or whatever but i bet you know it's the dean did the dean famously also charles darwin i bet he could he could pull a few strings
1: Uh, fewer strings than uh vice dean laybourne i think
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm that's true we find out that's kind of the whole situation. So the Dean is aware that Chang is in here, but it's, only, it's just the two of them. Because it is, as previously uh, stated, on the dean low. In bio class, they get their first assignment, which is a terrarium, which is sort of like a diorama.
1: Everyone groans. This whole school hates dioramas. I love it.
0: <laughs> like, ter- I mean, a terrarium
1: did- is not that hard to construct.
0: Yeah, but also they did what nineteen dioramas in anthropology.
1: That is true, (laughs) but like I'm not convinced that everyone in that classroom also took anthropology.
0: I think the implication is just every single class does a million dioramas, (laughs) which you know I can understand because like my first year of college when I was in, in like basic art class, art one. Every every professor had a slightly different uh, project uh, uh, syllabus, and my, t- my teacher uh, really liked doing mixed media stuff, so we did a bunch of collages, and I'm like, I'm not paying thousands of dollars in tuitions to just keep cutting out bits of newspaper or magazines or whatever and pasting them all together. I could do this in my free time, my <laughs> guy. Yeah, you
1: were and yet you were
0: and yet i was um so i i feel that like it sucks to pay that much money and then be like dioramas to be fair i see also powerpoint presentations
1: i also just think that you know no one's really spending all that much to be at greendale based on you know what we see of greendale that's a different discussion it's
0: all that they can afford brita can't afford an ipod nano
1: but can't afford going to Greendale Community College.
0: It was one or the other, my dude. She, <laughs> <clears throat> if she wasn't paying money to make dioramas, she could be jamming out to U two albums that she pirated off of Napster. <laughs>
1: That's true. We this was pre U two just showing up on everybody's iPhone. Uh huh. God, what a, what a wild news they, story! They that did was. not know.
0: They did not know what the terrors of the future awaited them
1: <laughs> you too like every waking phone. up one day
0: and you too is just on your phone oh god can you horror. even imagine can you y- even imagine you
1: go back to 2001 and you tell them someday you too is going to be on your phone for about 48 hours and people are being like what are you even talking about
0: Right, especially two thousand one. So is this is this after, before or after nine eleven? Because I think
1: <laughs> the important got, question's been got,
0: asked. <laughs> they've got bigger things. If it's after, they've got bigger things to worry <laughs> sure. about, and if it's before, they've got bigger things to be <laughs> warned about. So <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> why are we going back? Why are we going back to two thousand one and being like, you two will be on your phone.
1: It's. Unfortunately,
0: everywhere
1: look i'm i'm sorry i've got this contract this contract says i have to warn people about you too and nothing else unfortunately
0: there might be some sort of clause in there that'll get you out of the contract and uh you know i'd i'll i've been looking it over but i still haven't found what i'm looking for so um
1: that was too good (laughs) like that joke made me angry
0: we do have this moment where uh uh the professor whose name I've already forgotten
1: Dr. Kane
0: Dr. Kane is like, "Hey, can I ask you something unrelated? Like, what happened with Legos?" They they, they used to be simple. Now now they're all like complicated. And you've got Harry Potter and and all sorts of tiny pieces and these complicated builds. Something happened out here while I was inside. I'm not saying it's bad, I just wondered what happened, and I'm like, I, 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 I love that little rant. It's, <laughs> it's surprisingly true. good.
1: I, I even love. There's a point at at the end of it when Annie's like slowly raising her hand, and then Jeff just pulls it back down. Because Annie's going to explain um, Legos
0: to Doctor Kane. I mean, he asked, and I kind of want to know what Annie has to say about Legos.
1: It's true. I would agree. Um, but the terrariums are due tomorrow, so the lab partners are now assigned based on who is sitting across from your you, and it, all the study group turn around and look across the table and see all these different randos. Troy even asked Abed, who are
0: these people? That's, that's a rough, like, you have to do a, a terrarium with someone in one night, and... Uh, and you don't know
1: this person, maybe.
0: And you don't know the you don't know the person. They've got their own schedules and they've got kids or jobs or whatever. Like that's a rough that's a or, rough assignment or
1: possibly insulin.
0: But it is what it is. They go and talk to uh, Dr. Kane after class and they're like, "Hey, so here's the thing. I know you're kind of new at Greendale, but we're like a study group. Um we do get a weird moment where uh, Pierce Mentions that he had sex with Eartha kit in an airplane bathroom, which is a callback to next episode, because originally this epi- the, the episodes were supposed to be swapped. It was supposed to be, we had just seen the episode where Pierce brags about that a whole bunch. Right. And now it's just a weird non sequitur that he throws in. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird non sequitur regardless. Yes, regardless. But it makes it makes no sense to us the audience uh at the moment because we've not seen the next episode Mm -hmm. that was supposed to be before this one
1: um dr kane does ask what is wrong with this school i have had so many conversations that make no sense which welcome to the group
0: (laughs) welcome to greendale
1: <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: I do. I I do kind of want uh someone to make a a little uh Jurassic Park like Welcome to Greendale, and then it's like a montage of like Starburns <laughs> walking through the halls, <laughs> and then like it it cuts to uh uh God, what was her name in the movie? Laura Dern. Yeah, 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 yeah. It cuts to. I can't believe I forgot her name because she's great. She is. It great. cuts to Laura Dern and she's just like staring with her mouth agape and then like Starburns is walking by and and then uh <laughs> what's his butt the other guy is all like he he's 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 watching like Garrett walking down the hallway <laughs> and then he's just like stunned and then Jeff Goldblum is there and uh he's like life uh finds a way
1: uh, Are you talking about Sam Neill?
0: Yeah. I don't remember any of their names. It's fine.
1: I I googled it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they 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 complain to Doctor Kane, and he's like, "Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, you you guys can partner up. It's fine." Yeah, he he and says, so, "I don't care." <laughs> the group then has to basically break up with all these randos that they've uh, they've they've mm. got put with. Um, everyone kind of has their own excuse. Troy's is that he needs to catch up on Breaking Bad, which um i mean it it was a good show it was very good i enjoyed it uh i don't think he should be
1: prioritizing it over school but you know
0: Uh uh-huh the terrarium's due tomorrow whether or not he's he is partnered up with this person or not (laughs) um it's
1: true uh jeff does also because because
0: this is oops go ahead this (laughs) is sort of uh uh framed as sort of like a a relationship breakup can you imagine like so you start dating the the mannequin leg that picked you up at the bar uh and then uh she's like she's like yeah yeah it's it's been fun but you know i just it's not you it's just i really need to catch up on breaking bad (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, I would feel slighted. You're right. I would feel slighted. It would. Uh-huh, I would be upset. Uh-huh. Like the if I have a you know Abed and apparently also Jeff's excuses. They have a developmental disorder, <laughs> um, which is you know probably a little accurate for Abed, not accurate at all for Jeff. Um, I feel like I would believe that better than I would. T- I need to catch up on Breaking Bad. I know it's not my general kind of show, but I will watch it. It's
0: like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you can
1: watch things together.
0: Or you can be like, cool. It's like 10 episodes a season and there's five seasons. So, like, you'll finish eventually and then and we can hang out. Like, it's, it's not a big deal. Go watch yeah, your show. Are you, are you doing Go a binging thing?
1: Because, like, maybe I can bring you a pizza.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Sarah watches all kinds of shows that I don't watch. And exactly. I watch... Way more shows that she doesn't watch. She will she will never watch. You're the worst. She and I have talked about how she'll never Mm -hmm. watch. You're the worst, and it's fine. But man, I'm gonna. There's gonna be times in my life where I'm like, I'm gonna rewatch. You're the worst, and you would hate every minute of it. So like, cool. I'll see you later. Like,
1: enjoy your fun time. It's fine.
0: Go go go. Have your own time. Uh, go go do your your own stuff, and then we will reconvene later. Because uh, that's how it works, but um, that,
1: that's generally how relationships work. Yes, <laughs> and not I'm going mm-hmm. to break up with you because I need to watch this television show.
0: <laughs> I need I need to watch this television show, and therefore it is over between us, Mark.
1: Poor Mark, <laughs> poor Mark, and the mannequin. Okay, I lo- I love this television show <laughs> we've created.
0: So. Uh, they all get. Uh, they all break. They all do their breakups. Mm-hmm. Um, Pierce breaks up with Todd, uh, who is played by David Nair. Nair. I forgot. I David, don't know how you say. His. I,
1: I'm so used to Todd. I forgot he was a guest star.
0: <laughs> I I don't know how you say his last name, but he is Todd, and he. Oh, Todd's great. He's very good. Um and uh i do want to point there is a youtube video that's just a random youtube video that's like an ad for a, a b-roll uh warehouse where it's like if you need shots of b-roll uh like I, we've got it um and he uh todd the guy who plays todd um is in a shot of that and i i had seen the video a whole bunch of times and then i went back because every now and then Uh, we got that B roll pops into my head and I have to rewatch that YouTube video. I'll send it to you later. It's, uh, you'll be like, like Ben, why am I watching this? It feels like something you should probably
1: put on the the Twitter at some point.
0: I was rewatching it and I was like, oh, oh, snap. Oh, it's Todd. Todd is in this. It's Todd. (laughs) No offense.
1: None taken. But it's Todd. (laughs) He is always, everybody is always saying no offense to Todd and he says no offense taken.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Let's see. Let's see if I can find that we got that B roll clip
1: do you need shots of ordinary people doing things for your next commercial we got that b-roll we got that b-roll two men pointing at an office file we got that b-roll board man flipping through channels we got that b-roll every man in traffic yeah we got that b-roll what do you want them to wear casual upscale casual Business. anyways it
0: goes on like that for a while um (laughs)
1: but todd's there
0: todd todd is in it he's in a shot so yeah uh pierce breaks up with todd and then he turns around and uh He's like, all right, how are we going to divvy this up? And the rest of the group has already paired off mm-hmm. because it's just in pairs and there's seven. Uh, yep. So Pierce is the seventh wheel and he has to go run after Todd and be like, no, I just kid it. You passed the test. It's fine. We'll we'll be partners.
1: Uh, we go to the security office where Chang goes and asks to be promoted to detective. Sergeant Nunez tells him, you've only been here for a month. You haven't done much of anything. And there's no such thing as a security guard detective. He even tells them, we barely prevent crimes. If you want to detect something, do it on your own time.
0: And that's when Chang shifts into film noir mode, where he's got an internal dialogue that we are listening to as a voiceover. Um, and uh, he's like, he, he basically decides uh, that there is some sort of mystery afoot. And some random students walking by and He's like, hey, you. And she, she's like, Yeah. And then he, he 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 keeps going on with this uh, internal dialogue, and it is it is sprinkled with just enough little film noirisms, but also just straight up crazy. Like yeah. he's like, uh, she had legs that went all the way to the bottom of her torso, the kind of arms that had elbows. <laughs> like, okay, that's fine. Um, but it's good. I like I like Ken Jong. Doing this sort of uh, voiceover narration, it's it's good. He does a good job.
1: It is good. Uh, the woman uh, when she uh, comes in, she's like, "Did you just call me in here to stare at me?" And then she leaves, kind of panicked. And and Chang is like, "Someone or something scared her." <laughs> Stapler is that part of it? Um. So yeah, he's in full conspiracy mode, uh, which is uh. There you go.
0: We cut to the cafeteria where Annie is looking for beetles in the salad, because apparently there are often beetles in the salad. She does. She does claim that it's the first time there's never been one. But, you know, so that's that's a pretty common occurrence.
1: Uh, Jeff is basically ignoring her uh, entirely looking at his phone because he lost three followers.
0: That's huge, man. You got to get those. You got to keep that follower account high. <laughs> Follow at Good Greendale on Twitter. At Good Greendale. And so, as expected, Annie is doing all of the work. Mm. Um, at the in the Troy and Abed combo, they are scraping mushrooms off of uh, the the men's room wall, <laughs> which is <laughs> gross. Um, yeah, it's bad. And they're like. Roommates, study group, lab partners—we really are spending all of our time together. How awesome is that?
1: Abed agrees that it's awesome, um, and tells him about the Hong Kong movie that *Kickbunker* is based on. Troy's like, "Yeah, I was there too." And then they kind of talk about it, and they're like, "We spend too much time together."
0: Shirley is uh, teamed up with Britta, and she's showing Britta all these cute pictures of Ben eating cupcakes, and is like, okay, yeah, these are all cute and everything. But did you know that sugar is basically like baby meth? That's what my homeopath said.
1: Shirley <laughs> then says, your gay friend should mind his own business.
0: Uh, I I kind of love that exchange. It's so bad, but it's, <laughs> it's like... It's
1: very bad. And it's it's like, I don't know what a homeopath is, clearly.
0: <laughs> it's, just what, it's just what people call their gay friends, apparently. Like... That's, that's what Shirley thinks.
1: That is clearly what Shirley thinks, yes. Um, we go back to Chang's uh, noir. Uh, he is washing his face in a bathroom sink, and he's not able to let his hunch go about this conspiracy and finds a matchbook from the Arizona Matchbook Company. He misidentifies Arizona as a word that is the same backwards and forwards.
0: Arizona Matchbook Company. Arizona. Arizona backwards is still Arizona. It's a
1: Palomino. He he doesn't <laughs> seem to understand what a mirror is or what it does. Cause he's like, who is this guy staring at me?
0: I also love that. Cause he keeps the, the weird film noir, uh, voiceover thing going. <clears throat> and, uh, he says something about like a lobster claw, letting a, go of a small balloon for lobsters. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, yes, there, there's this, there's this uh, list that it, it, it comes and goes all over the internet, but it's like a collected list of high schoolers making bad metaphors in their school writing. Um, and it always makes me think of that. I'm going to look up high school bad metaphor and see if I can come up with this list because it's, it's uh, pretty good. And I don't, I don't know how many of them are like legit. Uh, The revelation that his marriage of 30 years had disintegrated because of his wife's infidelity came as a rude shock, like a surcharge at a formerly surcharge-free ATM machine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What a rude shock.
0: McBride fell 12 stories, hitting the pavement like a hefty bag filled with vegetable soup.
1: God. I mean, that's an accurate description of what a human body is, but God. God
0: the little boat gently drifted across across the pond exactly the way a bowling ball wouldn't.
1: (laughs) I also Um, found one that might be a little bit different. um, It might also not be real or anything, Um, but he was as tall as a six-foot-three-inch tree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I love that. I love that kind of shiz, man. It's... Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's real good. Um uh, the, the yeah.
1: Pl- so the plan was simple like my brother-in-law Phil, but unlike Phil, this plan might just work.
0: <laughs> so yeah, uh the the lobster line made me think of that cuz yeah, it's, like, it's like It's like just a metaphor been invented, when you don't like, quite understand uh-huh. what a
1: metaphor is.
0: Uh-huh. Um But yeah, so he's on to something now with this uh Arizona Matchbook Company matchbook uh it it's a palomino um
1: god i hate that it hurts me <laughs> i as like sci- because computer scientists always have to find palindromes as part of like you know it's such mm-hmm. an e- you know it's a task that you you have to do sometimes for you know interviews or what have you so like the fact that he's like actively not calling it a palindrome like drives me up the wall
0: i'd, I'd love it because because of the confidence with which he's just like a palomino it's true like he is he is absolutely 100% incorrect but i still love it
1: sometimes you just gotta Um, love the energy of i'm 100% incorrect but
0: i'm going with it sometimes you don't sometimes you don't but sometimes you do sometimes sometimes you don't outside Troy is getting some air when Britta comes out to also get some air and, uh, they are just, they're realizing that they don't want to be teamed up with their actual partners. And so there's this moment that's it, it community. So far season three keeps doing this thing where they're like, they keep trying to play things off as like weird romance tropes, yeah. but having nothing to do with actual romance. Because they they do have this sort of coy moment of like, hey, yeah, I was just you know I was thinking you know just, oh don't you you first and then they both yeah, blurred out like at the out, same time.
1: It's outside at twilight and everything's just a little uh-huh. dark but a little like lit up a little
0: bit. Uh huh. And and they both blurred out ex- exactly the same time, the exact same sentence, and the exact same cadence. I, I was, was wondering, wondering what would be it be like, like if we were, were partners? The rest of the gang comes out bit by bit and they're like, wait, who's changing partners? No, no one's no one's changing partners. It's like
1: everyone's like spying on them. It's <laughs> they're coming out of like bushes.
0: Except for Todd, who found a turtle. That's true. So he he's, he's a doing while, the assignment
1: while Pierce was studying. He found a turtle. Um, they decide that to be fair, they should go to the study room and choose partners again. And Jeff calls it the Todd problem. Todd doesn't know if he's supposed to come with but Jeff's like "Duh, it's called the Todd problem."
0: Yeah, they are absolutely awful to Todd in this episode.
1: It it is they are unrelenting.
0: I simultaneously feel bad for Todd but then also uh Sarah and I went to karaoke once and and this guy brought a bunch of his friends uh for like is his his birthday or whatever and like they that that group just kept getting go up so we weren't we were kept not getting to go up and sing our songs and his name wasn't Todd but in, every time I tell the story I'm like ah oh, jeez Todd and it's all because of this episode because like I don't I didn't remember the guy's name so I'm like ah oh, Todd come on like let someone else sing Todd so I both I feel bad for Todd, but now also just use Todd as like, oh, geez, Todd. Come on.
1: <laughs> Todd. Um, so we go to the study room and Todd is feeding the turtle lettuce. Uh, and Jeff tells everyone that they have a fair way. They have to find a fair way of deciding who's going to be stuck with it for an entire semester with Todd. No offense. None taken. Uh, they're always saying offensive things to Todd, and Todd is taking no offense. Um, Troy uh, tries to construct a pathway to pair with Britta. Abed suggests arranging by age so the young people can work while the old people sleep, and vice versa. And Pierce falls asleep.
0: I do like how Troy's uh, system, so that he gets paired with Britta, is uh, we go boy, girl, boy, girl. But everyone has to have a different hair color. And be from a different high school. And be a different race. I guess I'd be with Britta. <laughs> I guess my hands are tied. Oh.
1: It's very convoluted.
0: It's very convoluted. Um, Britta suggests going with the lowest. So the lowest GPAs can go with the highest GPAs. Uh and annie is immediately like oh the highest carrying the lowest i can see why you might want that and then britta does the hand thing where she she holds up her five fingers and then shoots them down to try to flip her off but she she keeps going too far so it's like pew 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 pew." wait a minute pew 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 pew." but then like she can't yeah figure out how it works it's very
1: it's it's such a wonderful small touch
0: like, the fact, the fact that she screws it up the second time is what kills me. Because, like, I get being, like, so annoyed that you're just, like, shooting all the fingers. Oh, wait. That's not how. But, like, I doing it the second time. Again. Yeah.
1: It's kind of adorable, to be honest with you. Um, Todd just wants to get back to his newborn. Uh, but Britta attempts to pair him off to Shirley. Shirley is not, you know, a huge fan of that.
0: Nobody is a huge fan of Todd, despite the fact he comes with a turtle, as Jeff points out later. So your job's halfway done.
1: Exactly. Uh, So Jeff, uh, speaking of Jeff, he does suggest they do it like student housing. Everyone writes their lab partner preferences from one to to eight, and Abed, being the most like a computer, will put them into optimal pairings.
0: And before you all go putting Todd down last, Mm -hmm. don't forget he comes with a turtle. You're halfway done. We cut to Chang, uh, who says, I needed answers. Like, a fish needs a bicycle a lot. Because uh, <laughs> he's still on his, his terrible metaphor streak. Um, he calls up the Arizona Matchbook Company. And uh, they're like, would you like to place an order? And he's like, I had to think fast. Yes. <laughs> so he buys thousands of matchsticks from the Arizona matchstick company. He also, uh, well, I don't, we find out later, but he, he puts it on Nunez's card, yeah, which, which is, is, uh,
1: he is not a good coworker. Uh, Sergeant Nunez does come in and shoo Chang away from his desk. It's like, are you right, you're, you're walking around asking people weird questions and then staring at them while barely moving, like just barely moving your lips. And Chang's like, I have to think fast. No. <laughs> uh, Nunez is like, this job might be getting to you. You should take some time off. Chang's like, you'd very much like that, wouldn't you? And Nunez is like, yeah, y- yes, I would. I would very much like that.
0: I love the repeated refrain of I had to think fast. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very funny.
1: It's 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 so good Because he, it's it's always in his head, and it's always like you don't actually think have to think that fast right now.
0: Uh huh. It's like Um, I had to, and and that's how he ends up. That's how he ends up ordering thousands of matchbooks from the Arizona Matchbook Company. Um. (laughs) So uh, in the study room, uh, Abed tallies up the results. We get the combinations of Annie and Shirley, Pierce and Abed. Troy and Britta and Jeff and Todd and Jeff is like, wait, hold on a minute. How did I get, a, how did I end up with Todd? I mean, no offense, none taken, but he wasn't exactly on top of my list. And, uh, oh, it's like, are you, are you questioning my algorithm? And, uh, so are we, we just we... supposed
1: to trust it or is it above questioning? Like there's a whole discussion about algorithm but Abed's algorithm is that he ranked everyone by popularity based on everybody's, you know, what, what everybody ranked them and put the most popular person with the least popular person to maximize each partnership's audience appeal.
0: I love that he ends up going with audience appeal as a uh, as the metric to get school assignments done.
1: Well, he's also so meta, of course, that he's like, the most important thing is how the audience is going to see this
0: right but it it is just it's very funny to me because like it's because like that's not that's that's not how i would do things at all (laughs) um i don't know i don't know how i would actually uh resolve this um i would probably just partner up with todd and then get the assignment done but you know that's me
1: it's it's funny. I like I I in my head I know how I would pair these eight people off, knowing that okay. I would probably be the Todd. But you know, I would probably put Abed and Todd together. I feel like Abed, you know, doesn't really care too. Like Abed doesn't dislike Todd. Abed just like, oh, you're Todd. Okay, so there you go with okay. that. I think the Troy and Britta one is already pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think you then put. Jeff and Annie to or uh, Jeff and Shirley together even though they've had you know those those uh the the chatty chats before um and then I think you put Annie and Pierce together cuz I think Annie even though they've also had a rough history together they there is uh-huh. still that kind of like father weird pseudo father pseudo daughter but like that pity aspect to it I think that's the pairing
0: I would go for okay I think that's a pretty good combination actually because j- like j-
1: just to try to get stuff done
0: <laughs> yeah because i think that i think your in your proposed solution like jeff and shirley both they would both need to actually work to get stuff done because neither of them are going to be like take charge and like do it themselves that is true Um, so they would actually have to like kind of poke and prod each other to get the work done, but the work will get done. Troy and Britta, I think is fine. Um, I don't have any like, yeah, they'll they'll get it. They'll get it done. Uh, it, it'll be maybe one of the weirdest projects ever, but it'll get done. Right. Um, Todd and Abed will definitely have a very effective Partnership, I think.
1: And has already demonstrated Annie will just do it herself.
0: Annie, Annie will do it herself. So uh, Pierce does skate by with an easy A on that one. But as we find out later, she's already done the project herself. So <laughs> um, exactly, it was it was an inevitability. I don't think I I do not think that this group has a partner for Annie where Annie is not doing all the work herself.
1: Oh, agreed. Absolutely. Because,
0: and 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 some sometimes it's because it's like an Annie-Jeff partnership where Jeff just has no interest and sometimes it would be an Annie-Britta partnership where Annie does not trust Britta to do it, so she would just do it herself. Right. So yeah, I, I honestly, I just, I don't think that she has a partner in this where she doesn't end up just doing it herself.
1: I think there's a possibility with Abed, but I, I don't know if she's like, oh, he's just going to be too meta and too into his own thing right now.
0: Yeah, no, I like I like that. Jeff does question the algorithm, and so we find out, uh, like you said, Abed has put the least popular with the most popular. Jeff is like, well, hold on, is it like, how how did, how did that work? And we find out that uh, they were four and five, but Todd was four. And Jeff was five, and he's like, wait a minute. I'm less popular than Todd, the new guy?
1: I do think that what he said before uh, they voted, though, was persuasive. You are already halfway there with a turtle.
0: It's true. I mean, like, I think I think that puts Todd high on Britta's list, probably. Yeah. Um, I think Pierce hates Todd too much for that to be a thing. Sure. Um, I don't know. Surely... Shirley has some very, very hard reactions when it's suggested that she hang out with Todd. I think maybe Britta, maybe, maybe Troy, except for the fact that he's gunning for Britta for some reason. Right. But that doesn't
1: mean that Todd can't be too, you know, on his list. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think Abed probably put him high
0: as well. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Abed is into that sort of efficiency of like, he comes with a turtle, so um because you
1: come with the turtle you're almost done then you can go watch kick puncher for the 15th time
0: Uh uh-huh they're like well hold on a second so we all know that annie was number one because she would do all the work and shirley is her partner so and then through that little bit of logic we we figure out shirley was number eight and uh she's like you you all put me like below pierce
1: yeah and Pierce is just pleased that he's now more popular than someone
0: which read the room pierce back with chang chang has received his matchbooks he got them next day shipped uh I so they it was were expensive same Uh-huh same whatever um same day same day shipped okay he paid for it with nunez's card but he'd thank me later at the detective awards
1: also, not a thing that exists.
0: Although maybe they should. Maybe that's an award show I would actually watch.
1: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and and now for the 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 best case award goes to Ben Chang unraveling the mystery at Greendale.
0: And then he he gets up and to the podium and he's like, "I had to think fast." And then, uh, he. Shouts nonsense into the microphone and then runs off, and he's not wearing pants for some reason.
1: That feels accurate as well.
0: Nailed it. Also, I would not watch the Detective Awards because uh, Sherlock Holmes would win it every year, and you would just be like, Pff. "Yeah, saw it coming." Like the point of a mystery is to like be be stumped a little bit. I saw it coming. I saw this coming every every year. He wins every year.
1: Uh, mm, are we talking uh, hmm, current like living detectives?
0: Sherlock Holmes solved so many mysteries that they're just catching up on all the paperwork of <laughs> So,
1: instead of <laughs> giving him like a lifetime achievement award, they're just like, well, he gets he, he wins every year until we've run out of cases that he solved.
0: Yep. Yep, that's definitely how it works. That's what that's Sherlock Holmes, baby.
1: This detective awards is not well well uh well uh received, I don't think, cuz it's just like, well also, Here we go, Sherlock.
0: Sherlock Holmes is just like James Bond. They just keep cycling in new ones, but it's always the same guy, right? Like Daniel Craig is the same guy as Ye- uh yes. uh Sean Connery. So it's, it's all the same guy. But he he keeps on he keeps on doing James Bond stuff. It's just like that with Sherlock, right? So so wait You've got Benedict Cumberbatch being all like he's he's all like I'm I'm Sherlock Holmes, baby.
1: So so wait. Just like that. These detective awards are the fictional detective awards or the entirety of the Detective awards. Okay, but like it's like a detective from like the San Jose police department up against Sherlock Holmes.
0: Yeah. Every year. Why, why do you think Sherlock Holmes keeps winning? Because, (laughs) because, uh, no, no offense to San Diego's finest. None taken. But, uh, Sherlock Holmes is going to beat you every time.
1: Well, sure. But it's also not a fair fight. (laughs) What? One one is, is a police detective. The other one is a fictional detective.
0: Yeah, but it's balanced out because he's high on opium the whole time, and he's still solving more mysteries. <laughs> he's solving all the mysteries, Mike.
1: Well, what about Encyclopedia Brown?
0: Uh, Encyclopedia Brown is fine, but uh, I mean, you know, there's also Columbo. Like, you got to go up against Columbo. Now I'm like, assuming. Come okay, on.
1: I'm su- I'm, insu- <laughs> I'm assuming Encyclopedia Brown is probably the Sherlock Holmes of the youth division the youth detective detective right
0: but in in my book in my book it goes sherlock holmes and then like just below that is columbo okay sure and everyone else is like way down at the bottom Um, and that
1: group includes encyclopedia brown
0: it includes encyclopedia brown like
1: goodness i i'm not gonna be here for this encyclopedia brown slander
0: Wait, I'm going to go I'm take that back. I'm going to go with Sherlock Holmes. Okay. And then Columbo.
1: That I'm okay with this.
0: And then my girlfriend Sarah because she's really flipping good at Clue. She Remember is. Remember when we played Clue with really her? Really good at Clue. And we we were like I was like, "Okay, I think I think maybe I have pinned down the 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 weapon. I think I know." And she's like, "I got it." It was Professor Plum. It was the rope. It was the library. Done, and we're like, yeah, right, uh huh. And then we opened the thing, and it was Professor Plum in the library with the rope, and we're like, holy crap! Um, and then she she took uh, silver at the Detective Olympics behind Wait, Sherlock this- Holmes and Columbo, which I love Wait, her, did Sherlock but like, and you're never die? gonna beat. No, no, it's on the podium, right? I know. So first place, gold, said gold that medal. She got silver. Oh, I meant br- I meant bronze. Okay. She got bronze. Okay. Cool. She she <laughs> so, figured it out. You figured out my mystery, <laughs> but you're still you still don't place at the Detective Olympics.
1: Dang it. I was just wanting to place at the Detective Olympics, which is distinct from the Detective Awards we had created earlier. <laughs> it's
0: two it's two different things. But so she's at the podium, she's getting that bronze medal. But, you know, when you're up against Columbo and Sherlock Holmes, like you know uh, placing placing third place pretty dang good so there you go yep and <laughs> then everyone else everyone else doesn't place so certainly not ben chang uh who ordered a bunch of matchbooks <laughs> from the arizona matchbook company
1: i absolutely to solve. forgot i don't know <laughs>
0: what mystery he's trying to solve. to be honest
1: i don't I, think he knows uh, but uh it does involve a uh, boston celtics legend larry bird
0: Uh aha i knew it was larry bird i was like i think that's larry bird but i don't want to say it's larry bird because if i'm wrong (laughs) i will be made fun of Uh but it was larry bird
1: (laughs) especially after we were talking about ted lasso
0: it was larry bird i'm basically a sports guy now (laughs) yeah
1: these last five to ten minutes of this podcast has like just driven me for an entire loop
0: we we were doing really good about talking about actual community for a bit there, so um, we had to
1: do the detective awards bit. You know our classic bit. We we,
0: we had to do we had to do the detective awards. Uh, nominate nominate your favorite detectives over at Good Green Dale uh, for the for the twenty twenty one detective awards.
1: <laughs> that should be our Patreon bonus. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, just do that. <laughs> the the audio, which is being well, it's Sherlock Holmes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people listen to this show for some reason.
0: Uh, so yeah, we get a montage of Chang putting together his his little uh, cork board with with yarn, tying all the things together, and playing a saxophone. Um, in yeah. the middle of it.
1: <laughs> and um, which is the same saxophone over the entire uh montage
0: and uh the the corkboard is it goes from the matchbook to a Greendale brochure to Larry Bird mm-hmm. uh to a uh, newspaper clipping uh with the headline local youth wins fishing derby
1: I didn't catch the headline. That is a important for the mystery. Uh, it's still not uh, even bronze medal award winning, but it's good to know
0: that he's no, made not, even um, not even close. You, not even close. You're gonna gonna have to try way harder than that, Chang. Twenty twenty one Detective Olympics are fierce this year. Let me tell uh, you.
1: I do. He does kind of like trail off on the the conspiracy thing because he starts going off on uh stand-up routines and he's like i need to go get uh i need to go get a notebook and maybe a blazer and he grabs his flashlight knocking off the red yarn he was using to connect the clues into an open flame on the heater and which catches on fire
0: oh crap i also forgot benoit blanc like from knives out that's a good detective
1: what about poirot
0: crap uh geez okay there's there's, There's a, lot a lot of detectives of good detective. actually. Okay. Well, uh no no offense to Sarah. None taken. But she might not be taking home the bronze <laughs> this year. Uh she's got well, to go up against against Benoit Blanc and uh and Poirot like
1: there it's dang, stiff man. competition.
0: The lady from murder she wrote was she a detective or was she an author? I she, she author? was the she, murderer. I think she, she I think she Okay, we have no idea what murder she wrote about. I'm apparently. pretty sure she
1: did all the murders <laughs> she wrote about, is all I know.
0: Okay. Um Like I, I think, I'm gonna look I, think
1: up... I think that's a, a Oops, popular I went to
0: I went to look up I went to look up murder she wrote on Wikipedia and I just typed in murder and hit enter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're doing so good on this podcast today.
0: Uh, Murder, She Wrote, is an American crime drama television series starring Angela Lansbury as mystery writer and amateur detective Jessica Fletcher. So she is a writer, but she's also an amateur detective. She's in the amateur league mm-hmm. of uh, the Detective Olympics. You know, she's she's in there. Um, Perry Mason. My dad used to watch Perry Mason. I never really liked Perry Mason that much. Sure. She, Columbo, Columbo was better. Mm-hmm. Columbo would always be like, hey, just one more thing, and then he'd like drop a Columbo bomb on you and then you'd be like, Oh crap. Yeah, once he drops that
1: Columbo bomb, you know you got him.
0: You got me, Colombo. You got me. And then they would just end without them like actually being arrested because like like, I mean at that point you
1: know what the answer is
0: the 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 uh judicial system is totally perfect and fine and they'll never get off on any sort of technicality or anything it's fine colombo's got him dead to rights it's fine
1: i mean technically it's all about the mystery and colombo found figured it out
0: he's a detective he's not a judge or jury or executioner he's just the guy who's like these are the facts man just the facts dragnet they figured stuff out exactly god there's so many detectives So many detectives. <laughs> Chang has tough competition, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Now, God, is... I keep
0: talking about detectives.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm I'm uh, excited about Knives Out too. I'm just gonna say that It's, it's looking good. It's got. What so many about good people Frank people in Drebin? It. Ooh, mm-hmm, Detective Frank Drebin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he he famously stopped the Queen from being assassinated exactly. at a baseball game.
1: Exactly, and and
0: was and was friends with noted murderer O.J. Simpson.
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, that's that. Yep, that's the
0: text you can read out of it's, that movie. It's weird. It's weird going back and watching that movie now because we're like, he's hanging out. His his yeah. his partner and best friend is like OJ Simpson. Yeah, uh, and it, you're it like, true. oh, cool, cool. Noted, noted. Footballer, future murderer, OJ Simpson.
1: But Weird Al is in was every he, single was, one of those was movies. Was he
0: convicted? Was for for legal reasons possibly allegedly uh, alleged murderer. I don't know. I, I have to God. I have to Wikipedia O.J. Simpson now so I don't get sued. <laughs> um, you know we were
1: on some rails. Convicted and just we la- felon.
0: <laughs> He's a conv- He convicted felon. He was. So I, I don't have conv- to add that alleged.
1: I I think he was just. It was it, it not. It was a conviction later, not the one of the. Uh... I think he was just charged uh with the murders he was acquitted by a jury but he was uh charged with felonies of robbery and kidnapping in 2007 and convicted of that.
0: Oh, okay. Alleged murder noted alleged murderer football star guy who And now we're back to the football. The naked guy. Football gun. is life. Football is life. Um so uh and also death. Um so <laughs>
1: god i feel bad about laughing at that
0: in the study room uh, shirley's really upset that they hate her more than pierce um britta's like this stinks like a butt convention which um i don't know i don't All- think a butt convention would smell that bad like I mean, if have it's you a, been fart to a convention? convention i mean well that's fair i i mean i was just <laughs> i was at the naked bike ride bad. I was at the Naked Bike Ride uh, over the weekend, and so there were a lot of butts, but it was outdoors, right. so I imagine that many people all in one place probably stinks up a lot. Um, I mean,
1: just just going to, like, Comic-Con or, you know, a a, a convention like that, y- she's not wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, Britta's, Britta's upset, and um, Troy is like, well, you know, I mean... I think, I think I was the popular one in our pairing, and she's like, oh, Troy, and puts her hand on his shoulder. And Abed puts his hand on her shoulder, and he shakes his head. <laughs> so Britta was the unpopular one. Yep. Um, where and do Britta's you think like- Britta placed? So uh, Shirley was, was eight. Uh, Jeff was five. That leaves Britta at uh, six or seven.
1: I think six. I, I think Pierce is probably seven.
0: Okay, so so we're thinking, the bottom the bro, the bottom four are Jeff, Jeff at five, Britta, Britta, Pierce, Pierce. Shirley. Okay. That would be my thought. Yeah. So that means that uh, four is Todd, three is Troy, two is Abed, and then one is Shirley. Oh, okay, Annie. okay, uh, yes, Annie. Thank you. Um, I, th- I think Annie. it makes sense so, yeah. for Abed to be two. I think yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, I'm willing. I'm willing to buy that.
1: Anyway, this whole thing is causing tons of issues. Uh, Britta's like, maybe I should just go work with Todd, and Todd's like, that would be cool. Whatever gets the project done.
0: Yeah, they they are they're all arguing. Um, Jeff calls Annie at just a good grade in a tight sweater, and she responds that he's just a bad grade in a tight sweater. She's like, and who are you always texting? Everyone you know is right here. I assume he's tweeting about fashion. He did earlier. Earlier earlier in the episode, he was tweeting about fashion. I'm using my detective skills to say that's probably what it was. I'm not a great detective, but I'm working on it.
1: Are you putting yourself in the hat for the the
0: detective Olympics? Not for 2021. Probably not for 2022, but I'm looking at 2023. It's okay. an annual event, uh, by the way. Uh, i sure noticed you that with your own detective skills.
1: <laughs> I'm not in the, <laughs> I'm just an amateur myself, but I did mm-hmm. notice that, yes. Um, I don't know. I, I still have the Encyclopedia Brown Wikipedia page up. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you might need it again.
0: Do you think if you rewrote Encyclopedia Brown in the modern times, he'd be Wikipedia Brown?
1: first off that's very good but but some of these books the encyclopedia brown books have been released in like the last 10 years like uh Hold the on, la- they're
0: still making encyclopedia brown books
1: the latest one is encyclopedia brown and the case of the soccer scheme in 2012
0: uh ted lasso did it i solved it because it's soccer and that's the only thing i know about soccer football is life
1: football is life
0: And relegation's a thing. Annie doesn't want to work with Shirley because she's a creationist. Uh, How Mm -hmm. are you going to do science if you don't believe in science?
1: Uh, Shirley does say that just because somebody is religious doesn't mean they have a problem with science. And if an introductory biology course at a community college can refute 2,000 years of miracles. And then everybody goes.
0: They're like, well, Britta wouldn't dissect anything if it has a. And she's like, well, yeah, not if it has a face. Do worms have faces? Uh, Anyways, if loving worms is stupid, I don't want to be smart. And Jeff's Jeff's final thought is that uh, there's no way he's unpopular. It's just that one person put him dead last just to humble him. Which is a weird it's a weird concept considering he wasn't supposed to know how the grades worked. So,
1: right. Jeff Jeff has always got his own thing going on. Uh, Chang comes back to the cafeteria to see his room and the coffee shop just in flames. There are firefighters it's everywhere.
0: And he's like, someone or something sent me a message. And he sees the firefighter pull out the mannequin leg and he's like, Veronica, it's my fault she got mixed up in all this.
1: And the firefighter just throws it in a trash can.
0: huh? Uh-huh, Because it's a mannequin leg.
1: <laughs> but directly in front what, of uh, What its else lover? would you
0: do with it? Directly in front of its lover, and you um, know Chang
1: loved that mannequin leg.
0: Yeah, I don't. <laughs>
1: Look, I'm not even saying anything that I can't support with canon visible visible thing that I saw on the television. No, just you're you're today. using
0: you're using your detective skills, and you've you are you are pointing out that uh, that he he almost almost certainly uh made sweet passionate love to that mannequin leg
1: now do i want a detective up how absolutely not
0: (laughs) who am i sherlock holmes no thanks i'll (laughs) leave that to the big boys (laughs) i don't even look like an encyclopedia brown encyclopedia brown should probably not be involved in this in this case due to his age (laughs) but that's fine um, but he's
1: his price is good it's still 25 cents it's not inflation spe- uh, adjusted
0: whoa he's he's not even he's not even going with inflation he needs to <laughs> at least update his prices with the time man cost of living baby <laughs> i looked what, is, up, what are I, you gonna buy with 25 cents
1: i looked up the cover of encyclopedia brown in the case of the soccer scheme and it literally says 25 cents on it not for the book for his encyclopedia brown skills
0: the only thing you can buy for 25 cents is two drinks at the Greendale water fountain. So That's it. I don't. Yeah,
1: you can't do anything else with that.
0: He he needs to. I mean, it, it's, it, you know, free market and whatnot. He needs to. He needs to update his prices for 2021, baby. He sure like, does.
1: At least tw- 25 cents. No, $25.
0: I hope he takes Venmo now. Like, who's, who's got <laughs> who's got cash on him? Encycl- well, Encyclopedia Brown better take coin. Venmo.
1: <laughs> why is this? Why is this episode become the Encyclopedia Encyclopedia Brown roast? And, Which
0: anytime, sounds like a great
1: coffee, actually.
0: Anytime I I need to pay you back for something, like we <laughs> we go get some like drinks at the bar or whatever, sure, and you cover it. I'm going my Venmo always gonna my Venmo notes always gonna say for solving mysteries every time now.
1: and that's another mystery for me to solve
0: so uh this this episode was going so well
1: (laughs) it was going so well
0: it it was it was going so well and now it's going to be a two-hour episode (laughs) in which i just shout the name of fictional detectives
1: to be fair i did do that when we watched titanic because i just kept yelling out poirot
0: so in the study room todd is is trying to leave and he's like yeah I i mean i swear i just heard like a fire alarm and jeff is like nobody leaves no one's going home until we see those ballots and he starts chasing abed around the room and abed passes off the ballots to britta britta jumps on the table um she pulls them out uh, pulls out a lighter uh which shirley refers to as her marijuana lighter
1: probably accurate
0: I mean, again, uh, the next episode was supposed to happen before this one, and Britta's definitely smoking some weed in that one. Oh, so. that is
1: true. Good point. Uh, regardless, it's still a. This one isn't nearly as weird as, uh, because, uh, probably, of course.
0: Right, it's not as weird as just being like, "Yeah, I had sex with Eartha Kitten in an airplane bathroom,"
1: and these are the only people I've ever told that to. Um. So she lights them on fire and then throws it into the trash can. But you know what else is in that trash can? The turtle. Uh, this is when Todd breaks. Todd is done with this. What is wrong with them? He asks. He tells them that their love is weird and toxic. He doesn't care about grades, biology, or finally graduating from college like I promised my dying father. Uh, and then he's going to go home to his wife and child and finally take his insulin shot.
0: Uh- offense taken. taken and that's that's fair i feel like when the people you're hanging out with are like i'm gonna light this turtle on fire that's when you should probably be like hey 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 guy hey guys
1: yeah i think at that point i i i'm not casting any aspersions to todd i would have broken way before this because of like i just want to we have a turtle Let's figure out how to get him into a cage and we'll be good.
0: Yeah, not to mention the number of times they straight up call Todd like a waste of space to his face. Like,
1: yeah, I would have taken offense, offense
0: offense taken a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Um, Jeff does decide to go home and then looks outside and is like, actually, I'm going to go to class because biology starts in 15 minutes. They spent the entire night yelling about who to work with.
0: So in bio, Vicky and Magnitude are partnered up, and they got a p- caterpillar. And when it comes out of the cocoon, it'll go pop, pop, and everyone laughs and is and cheers and has a good time. Um, the the study group is like, God, we just we were up all night arguing. We don't have our terrariums, and Annie pulls one out because of sure, shor- of course, sure.
1: I I do want to point out that. Dr Kane does tell Magnitude that they're laughing at him, which is a weird energy to bring to that
0: interaction I think, but um
1: I'm not laughing at Magnitude. No, I, I think the Pop Pop is wonderful.
0: I think I think pop, uh, unironically I think Pop Pop is great. Oh, like, absolutely.
1: But Dr Kane's theory is that they're laughing at Magnitude, and I don't think so.
0: I I mean, I would I'm not much of a partier. I would I would party with Magnitude. Hell like, yeah. It seems like a, a baller time, baby. Um, Boy,
1: I can tell you don't party very often.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was, I, 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 you know, you know how I'm like one of my, my two community characters is Britta. That was a Britta thing to say. <laughs> even in the cadence, I did it where I was like, it's a baller time.
1: Yeah, that was, ooh, I, and we have it on Some, tape.
0: Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my Britta comes out, um, and, uh. It like sure oh does. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah uh Annie already has her terrarium done and Jeff's like you're pathological and she's like it's too late for flattery which is a weird that <laughs> is uh, a
1: weird interaction yes
0: Dr Kane is like all right so you you all don't have your terrariums uh Todd called me he called me up crying uh told me about what happened you know he fought in iraq right like we we have a name we had a name for people like you in prison we called you the mean click But
1: it's like that i i was expecting so much worse um right but there is a solution to this all seven of the the study group will share one microscope one bench and one grade that he'll average Annie asks for an extension on the first assignment and says, no, you all fail. And this causes Annie to faint.
0: Yeah, it's about uh, what uh, it's about what I expect from Annie. We go back to Chang um, and uh, the Dean's there and he's like, how did this happen? And did I miss the firemen? (laughs) And sadly, he missed the firemen.
1: He did. This is when Chang explains to the Dean it's all a connected conspiracy that goes all the way to the top of Arizona. Uh, This concerns the Dean because, you know, that's a concerning thing to hear. Um, Sergeant Nunez comes out of the room with the saxophone that Chang was playing earlier indicating, somebody's been squatting in the utility closet. There's a hot plate and thousands of matches. Mm
0: -hmm. Which
1: is such a wild thing to come out of a room and talk about.
0: So yeah, Nunez is like, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to have to get the police involved. And then we get a, a film noir voiceover from Dean Pelton, uh, who's like, and that's when it hit me. I was in very big trouble. Um, and so he's doing the same thing where he's doing the voiceover while mm-hmm. staring off into the distance.
1: The dean's like, uh, there's no need to get the police involved uh, with a conspiracy this this big. They're probably already involved. And Nunez is like, oh, No. Uh, okay i quit
0: (laughs) yeah he's like i'm fine with not being paid which first of all wow uh (laughs) yeah
1: yeah that's that's we haven't cut drawn the line there yet Uh
0: uh-huh he's he he he's fine he's he's fine with the not being paid part but he draws the line at enabling this man which fair yes especially because we know what the rest of this season brings
1: yeah we're gonna go places
0: even without that hindsight i would say it's a very fair uh very fair assessment but this means that chang gets promoted to the new head of security mm-hmm. uh if if he wants it and then he's like i had to think fast yes
1: he didn't have to think fast, but fine. <laughs> I do like uh, uh, Nunez even starts explaining his concerns about Chang being like, I'm scared that he's mentally ill. It's not funny. It's scary and worrisome. And then it, the Dean and Chang both kind of go off into their voiceover mode. And Nunez is like, OK, screw this. I quit. I, I quit. And then walks off with the saxophone,
0: uh-huh. which is I a mean, small if,
1: little detail that I really if enjoy. You,
0: if you haven't been getting paid for your security guard job and the people the the person you're trying to warn about the instability of the person who is about to get promoted into head security is just staring off at you into the distance you might as well get a free freaking saxophone out of it just, That's just a fair take that th- you're gonna have free time on your hands learn to play the saxophone you know it, it, i don't know if it's a good quality saxophone but like even even cheap saxophones are you know like 600 bucks like and it's
1: reasonable to learn on something that's not, you know, the top of the line.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like just just go home, play the saxophone, learn learn that with your free time and you know, try not to think about the ultimate doom that is going to uh, befall uh Greendale because of Chang being in charge of th- anything. Everyone wins. You get a Everyone free saxophone wins. out of it. <laughs> Uh, In the
1: biology classroom, the study group is all kind of trying to look into a microphone at once, finding it a little difficult. Jeff uh, says they know what broke the balance of the group. Uh, Britta suggests ranking people by popularity. Shirley suggests letting differences get the best of them. And Pierce isn't really sure, just like racism. And Jeff says Uh it was Todd the whole time. And now we just dunk on Todd for about five, you know, like the rest of the episode.
0: And Todd is sitting right, like he, they are right behind Todd, and yeah. so he overhears every single thing, talking about how Todd is awful and how his face is awful and how everything about Todd is awful, and a single tear rolls down his face, and then it it irises, iris zooms down to uh the 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 single tear, and then. We go to the tag, which is uh, in the study room. Everyone is filling out practice evaluations for Britta's psych class. Which, again, if this if this was in the right order, the this comes into play the episode after the next episode because it's all about the results of the mm. psych test. So it the. Of all the episodes to get out of order, like
1: this was a really odd one because it's so <laughs> it was interconnected. a really odd one
0: they uh they're filling out these site classes, and she's like, "Okay, who drew a butt and uh holds them up and it's uh the the answer There's this is a little scantron sheet, and it they drew a butt all right, who did a butt? They're boobs, and I don't know. everyone else did penises. this is a penis, this one's a penis, this one's a penis uh and they look at it and it's all just normal scantrons britta's just imagining the penises mm
1: mm-hmm. she tries to play it off as a joke It's like maybe i need to take one of these the test not the penis
0: i mean you know some if she wants if she wants to take a penis uh that's fine too i'm not here to judge you
1: yeah, know <laughs> you you see those jars at all the grocery stores and you're like <laughs> need a penis i can't do it. <laughs> it's the take a penny leave a
0: penny jar for oh penises. take 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 a penis leave a penis yeah okay.
1: i couldn't i couldn't fully do the joke <laughs> i couldn't I, I couldn't go through with it
0: i'm not i'm not really sure how that uh that jar works but um hey if you've got theories on that let <laughs> us know at 2. <laughs> good greendale um let us know the logistics of the take a penis leave a penis <laughs> jar um And while we contemplate the terrifying thing that I just said, (laughs) it is time for grades.
1: I no longer care about grades. I think it is interesting. Like you said, that this is out of, uh, out of order, um, knowing that it is out of order. Um, because it is weirdly interconnected with what it's supposed to come before and what it's supposed to come after. Um, that being said, I think other than that, it's a relatively straightforward episode that is, you know, other than those references fits really well. Um, it, you know, it's kind of the one-off kind of silliness that's going on. That is still kind of rooted in school work and what they need to do for class. Um, I really like Todd, Todd, Um, I know that nobody in the show likes Todd. That's it. And they're wrong. Um, but like Todd is such a, is such a, like trying to be helpful and trying to be thoughtful. And then they just break him like over and over and over again is just a very funny comedic thing to me. So I am, I'm already like, I love this episode because of that. I think, um, Chang's kind of unhinged uh, 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 detective is exactly the best use of Chang for when he's kind of like he can be off doing this whole like other like I wouldn't even call it an adventure. Barely anything actually happens over there, except for he's he burns down his own living quarters. Um, But it's all very wonderfully styled in that film noir way. It's you know, it's not really swinging for a home run. It's swinging for a, you know, a single and hitting one. And I think that's that's really uh really good when you're when you're looking for those kind of mid mid-season things where it's not swinging for big things but it it's it's a good episode. I I like I said I don't think there's a lot of ambition behind the episode like the the ambition of what we're going to see next or what we I guess we were supposed to see this week but whatever, regardless. Or like even the first episode so i think it's 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 a really i think it's a really good episode um for what it is uh, I think I'd probably give it i don't know a like an a b plus because it's not swinging for the highest high, but it's pretty good, so that's what I think I'd go with
0: yeah this episode is a very interesting one to me because I was thinking about it as sort of a like uh, you know, I mean, obviously, this TV show exists in a in a post Friends world, right? For, friends right. had been on the air for ages; it had been off the air, uh, by this point. Um, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, and uh, but you know, you you had Friends, you had Seinfeld, you had all these shows that are like, uh, basically just about a group of friends, and just if you actually sit down and like watch those shows, they're all just kind of selfish people who are all just absolutely codependent with each other. Um, and I feel like because this show is as meta as it is, I feel like you need for for this show to be as self-aware as it is, you need to have the occasional episode that's just like, hey, don't forget, this group of people is a toxic group of codependent freaks. Um, Which is sort of a weird way to look. At, and I've never really I've never really stopped to think about the because this is not the only episode where where it's like this, where it's like. Oh, wow, this is just looking into the the inter-group uh, or the intra-group politics of existing as a friends group. And they all kind of suck and are all mean to each right. other. Um, and they're not... They don't tend to be my favorite episodes because it's a rough dynamic to get through. Sure. But I think... I do think that they are sort of important episodes of community because like it really it really points out what the group dynamics are mm-hmm. um and yeah it it's i don't know i don't know how how else to really explain it but it is you know i mean you've got you've got tons of other shows now like it's always sunny where it's like oh yeah no these are absolutely 100% awful people who are all awful all the time and then you've got you know other shows that are like oh no these are like actually good people i think the weird thing about shows like friends is that and i'm not a Friends expert i didn't watch a ton of it and we're but
1: going in on friends on this one
0: f- ostensibly fr- the the friends characters were people you are supposed to like sure right um I mean yeah, they they made mistakes. Uh, you know, we were on a break. I know that's a thing. I know that's a thing that Ross <laughs> shouts a lot. Um, you know, you're you're supposed to you're supposed to root for them though, even though they've made mistakes, but they all kind of suck. And I don't think it's possible for a community to exist being a totally meta show about TV shows without occasionally being like we need to point this out. We need to point out that these sorts of TV shows are full of these toxic, awful people that you root for anyways. Sure. And I, I just sort of, I had that, that revelation while we were talking about this today, and so I just wanted to kind of point that out. I don't know how much that actually does or does not go into grades, but um, <laughs> all, all that to say, I mean, I do... I do tend to have a, a rougher time with these episodes, but I think framing it in that sort of way of like we are being meta about the kinds of relationships people on TV have makes me like it a little bit better. Um, it's really rough watching Todd just repeatedly get dumped on. Um, yeah, that's, that's true. You know, I don't, th- Todd's only crime it, it's thus far is that he uh he exists right <laughs> like his his only crime is that the study group has an odd number of people uh so that's that's a little bit rough um i would i would say i'd give it like a a b it's a good it's a good b episode um it's it's enjoyable um watching them watching the group just be awful for 24 minutes is is never my favorite community episodes um but yeah looking at it as that sort of we need this foundation to like keep kind of nudging you in the in the side that like hey we're a tv show and we know we know what we're doing people on tv suck right people on tv are butt conventions so yeah i would i would say it's a b um i just i just ranted for a long time but all that to say, uh, we want to know what you think about this episode, about your thoughts on butt conventions. Uh who who are you rooting for in the 2021 Detective Olympics?
1: And if it is if it's been, uh you can uh <laughs> you can send in hashtag bin detective. I didn't have a good hashtag for that, and I, yet I went for it anyway. <laughs> I was hoping that um, in the in the hashtag moment I would be like, oh
0: yes. And you, you got nothing. Got you're nothing. you're you really need to train up for the hashtag Olympics.
1: Okay, I got it. Hashtag Encyclopedia okay. Ben.
0: Uh, okay. I don't Wikipedia Ben is better, Wikipedia so. Ben.
1: I'm fine with that.
0: Uh <laughs> we wanna know i don't remember what else we talked about because we were we were mostly on track right and then i started yelling the names of detectives into the microphone for 45 (laughs) minutes and then released it as an audio product for people to listen to (laughs) um
1: you sure did
0: are you excited for knives out too let us know because I'm excited for *Knives Out* too. That cast list looks freaking amazing.
1: Do you think there are any surprise castings that might end up happening? <laughs> Tell us that uh, and everything else.
0: Look, all I'm saying is you got you got Edward Norton and uh, Dave Batista and Catherine Hahn all in the same place, baby. That's all you needed. And then you went, you went more, I you, you went bigger. Going to say,
1: baby, you got a stew going.
0: Baby, you got a you got a stew going. <laughs> i um, think we've
1: been doing this podcast for too long <laughs> this specific episode of the podcast because we have been recording later. for
0: two hours and 10 minutes um it is hot in my room because i've closed the door and i live on the second uh, my <laughs> office is on the second story so we want to know all these things and more you can tweet at GoodGreendale. You can go to goodmorninggreendale.com. There's a contact form that will send us over your message. So we can read that um, on the air if it is appropriate to do so. And uh, we are on Patreon. If you felt me shouting the names of <laughs> detectives for 45 minutes was was worthy of giving us some monetary support. You can do that at patreon.com slash back to futurama.
1: Uh, we want to thank you for coming to the end of these, especially this week as we. Especially went-
0: <laughs> this one. Holy <laughs> crap.
1: Uh, we, we yelled a whole lot of uh, detectives and talked a lot about Encyclopedia Brown for no reason. Um, so even if you don't if you came to the end of this, regardless of whether or not you, you Patreon us or not, uh thank you for the th- honestly, thank you for for your you're the saint here. We we're just two dingbats bats yelling Poirot and it's like Lepedia, Brown and Sherlock. So thank you for coming to the end of this one.
0: And Columbo. I can't believe this is Columbo <laughs> erasure. Just one more thing, sir. This is what this you're is always yelling erasure. at me.
1: You're always yelling at me about my Columbo erasure.
0: Uh, anyways, thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week with uh, maybe probably. one of the most legendary episodes of Community of all time.
1: And probably one of the longest episodes of Good Morning Greendale of all time.
0: Boy, I don't know how we're going to talk about this episode, Mike. Gonna, I don't either. It's going to be...
1: i'll tell you
0: one thing i will not have time in that episode to yell about detectives for 45 minutes
1: but sometimes you'll make the time
0: if something's worth doing it's worth (laughs) squeezing in uh to an already packed podcast like shouting the names of detectives and Mm. talking about knives out to
1: the good morning greendale remedial chaos
0: theory special anyways until until next time when we're talking about remedial chaos theory Perhaps the most legendary of Mm. legendary episodes. Cool, cool, cool. We'll catch you next time. Until then, I'm Ben.
1: And I'm Mike.
0: I I wish you wish you
1: luck.